Hello and welcome back to the Hidden Things and Hidden Things, episode 20. Uh, this is having to do with chapter 14, which is a nice short little chapter. It fits beautifully in a little podcast, so that's great. Paris, Portsmouth, Panama. These are all actual places in the Midwest. And if you get out a map and do a little bit of searching, perhaps on Google, you should be able to figure out exactly where Calliope and Vicus are right now. A bunch of towns named for places from someplace else, named by people who wish they were. There are many times in my youth in the Midwest when I felt exactly the same way. I think it's fair to say that at this point in the story, Calliope is channeling a little bit of early me and her sort of aversion to where she grew up. Nothing is ever as bad as the things that are bad when you're 16. It doesn't matter if the same stupid, sheepish, sheeply, cattly people are around where you leave because you're tired of where you were. And nothing will ever be as bad or as bitter as when you're 16. And nothing will ever be as good or as better than your childhood as things are when they're 20. Because you're, you know, basically insane until you're 23. So that's Vicus's. And that really, it's my reality check. I can say the things I want to say about where I grew up. But the fact of the matter is, the things that I didn't like are the things that are true really anywhere. You just learn to cope with them. The reason that the place that you live later is better is because you got better at dealing with it. Or you didn't, or the problems follow you because the problems aren't where you're at, it's who you are. You're going to pick the place that has those same problems. And the thing is that Calliope drops it or gives him the look and doesn't say anything, doesn't really argue with him because she knows he's right. She knows that she's had those same thoughts about the people that she works with with Josh, and she's had the same thoughts about people everywhere. So this, this is her kind of having to man up and face the facts. So that's how things are. What is Detective Johnson doing right now? Detective Johnson is wondering where the hell Walker went. Actually, he's been very happy that Walker left, but he's also very concerned that that he he disappeared from this town almost exactly the same time that uh, Calliope left the city. So Johnson is waiting for a phone call. Not con. He's not like sitting there just twiddling his thumbs. He's got other stuff to do. And honestly, this murder isn't his problem. Until Walker drops it in his lap, he's not primary investigator on this thing. It's nowhere near his jurisdiction. He's supplemental investigation at best. So... Yeah, he's off doing his own thing. There's actually a story I'm going to be in the Little Thing short story collection. I'm going to kill this because it's, it's, it's Portuguese and I'm going to mess it up. But the name of the story is called Swadaje. And it's actually a little snippet of stuff that happens after this story that involves Calliope and Johnson working together, back together again, uh, working a quiet little case down around the Santa Monica Pier. So yeah, Johnson will be back and he does continue to keep working with Calliope, which isn't something that you find out in this book, but it's in the next short story collection. So pick up little things if you haven't picked it up already, because there's going to be some good stuff in there, but having all of our, all of our little characters back for more parties. Next up, uh, an interlude, a brief interlude, and then on to chapter 15 and more time in the lovely Midwest. 